Hi everyone, Natsumayas here again, back with another video. And today I'm going to talk about how you can use feedback loops and systems for you to be able to find investors and raise over $10 million with high precision. So it may be a bit of a unique topic, but hear me out because, you know, in just throughout the process in working with uh, people as, uh, you know, as a securities dealer and as a consultant in starting what is called an exempt market dealer uh, twice uh, and looking at the processes that are required in helping people raise tens of millions of dollars. And, you know, these principles, you know, I didn't really care much for investment banking, to be honest. Um, I was more of somebody who was just more interested in honestly just launching a business. My background was in software. And because I use these powerful principles, uh, they actually helped me, um, you know, get into investment banking in the first place. Um, and you can see how chaotic it, it can get. And by applying it in the industry and by applying it with some of my clients, um, it's you know, I've used it to help our clients raise, um, you know, in excess of $30 million uh, in, an, in the last couple of weeks. And these principles, you can test them out for yourself, but take a look at them very closely. And so really the first principle is, and really some background, as I'm just looking off my notes, is understanding that really the points of understanding this feedback loop and the way feedback loops work is, a, is just to have a better understanding of reality. Um, because there are several blind spots that prevent us from really understanding reality. And uh, really this is taking the scientific method and applying it to your current goals in your business and doing it in a way that is based on principles of systems and understanding strategies and tactics that work in different industries and everything. So what really is the process? Well, really, the process is, you know, you have inputs, uh, you have inputs, you have processes, you have outputs, and you have feedback. So is this taking the system and then breaking down what a system is? Because pretty much everything, pretty much everything that we know about is a system. So in order to understand as much as we can about everything, we have to understand systems. So one way to break down one way that has been really well proven to break down systems is by breaking it down in in a way that was just described so you have inputs you have processes you have outputs and you have feedback and so the inputs are the things that go into the system the processes are the things that take place uh, and then you have the outputs of those processes and the outputs of those processes feed back into the inputs and you can see it's really simple and it's really <laughs> It's actually really basic stuff, but actually like applying it makes a whole lot, a whole big world of difference. Um, and so I'm going to walk through like the inputs, process, outputs, and I'm going to walk through three examples of how people have used this to actually, you know, create businesses, um, you know, launch investment banks and raise over $30 million. And I'll walk you through three examples for each. So one, really a, an input is a hyper detailed vision, a description of your goal, your idea, your strategy, your mindsets. In other words, it's having a, a hypothesis. It's having a, an idea of what is it that you really want. And by having an idea of what you want, then it's possible for you to potentially get there. So, you know, in, in let me talk about the example of 
before I was in investment banking. Uh, because before I was in investment banking, really my goal was to create a business and then, you know, different mentors and so on taught me that the number one goal is to solve a problem. So by understanding and taking the inputs in from people and saying what really, what problems do people have, I was then able to find the problems of people wanting to raise tens of millions of dollars. And I know it sounds really trite, but that's the truth of how I got to investment banking. You know, and then from there, you know, understanding you know the the way that we actually help our members raises.com raise capital is by listening to is by showing people this system here and saying oh you know as you go out in your capital raising campaigns you know we we initially we have joint venture agreements with different family offices and investment banks that are FINRA registered and based on that initial feedback uh, it it gives people a good you know people we get people to get a hypothesis of what really are the initial types of investors that are relevant for their company and then the the it's validated by getting that and feedback from some initial contacts and so on and third is one of the members executed this uh this was for an it acquisition and for example and so one of the members actually executed that executed this at raises.com and the first step was to have a hypothesis of the types of, you know, debt providers in this case. In this case, it wasn't an equity case and it was a debt case. What type of people will be most relevant? And because of that, that's how we got that click from that hypothesis. So number one is the inputs of the system. Uh, number two is going through the processes. And so now the, so the inputs is more of a big, broad idea and a vague strategy of writing stuff down of what you think would happen, but actually going out to the, actually executing the processes and executing the tactics is actually what happens. So, you know, in terms of me actually, and go back to the three examples, in terms of me actually working on uh, getting into investment banking several years back, the point was really to look at what, the, what, what work was required. So I personally saw that uh, in order for me to fulfill on my hypothesis of solving the problem of getting people to raise capital, I needed to register with the Securities Commission to be able to get the necessary knowledge for me to be able to know how the top people are doing it. And, you know, I took so, some of those exams and from there I assisted, you know, new dealing representatives, people that are connecting investors and companies to create all of their compliance forms, all of the subscription agreements, getting all the paperwork from one person to the other so that I could see the step-by-step -step process of how somebody would go from somebody who wanted to invest in the company and to actually fulfilling on that investment and making it all compliance, getting the Securities Commission to audit the company and getting more clients in. Uh, in terms of what we do at Races.com currently, yeah, we have detailed processes of saying, oh, here are the standard operating procedures of how you actually go out to the markets and here's actually how the information is transferred from, you know, from everything from NDA, subscription agreement, signing, escrow and all that. And so we actually put those processes together in high detail because those are the processes. And in terms of how a member uses processes at raises.com, he ended up getting, you know, the family offices and everything to, uh, you know, some people said, some people said no, some people said maybe, and then if one person said yes. And then based on that yes, you know, they were able to actually go and fly down to the facility to conduct detailed due diligence after, and that's after a long series of information transfer back and forth. 
after some even some minor hiccups and uh, looking at valuation of different assets. Um, but at the end of the day, the processes are the hyper detailed things. And so, so far we covered um, inputs and processes. And just for context, people who struggle with understanding inputs, they are people that uh, are very detail oriented. You know, people that are accountants and so on may struggle with it. And people who are, you know, very detail oriented may struggle with the big picture because inputs are really the big picture. People who struggle with the processes are mainly people that, you know, are, are pretty good at big picture and emotion, but they're really, you know, they're really not as good as execu at executing. But you need to execute and you need to have the big picture. And third, really, this is probably the most important part is getting the feedback. And so, yeah, so I mean, in, you know, working and assisting people in uh, the, get into the point where I was able to get into investment banking several years back, um, really I needed to listen to the feedback of the market because I needed to work with exempt market dealers, which were the companies that were allowed to con directly connect to investors. Um, you know, And so I needed to listen to the feedback of who were saying yes, who were saying no, and I needed to understand what types of companies were like, would I be able to work with? And so I found at the time it was cryptocurrency companies because those were the kinds of companies that had the need in the marketplace because they saw the opportunity of blockchain technology and they also saw the opportunity of the traditional financial world. And so I listened to the feedback rather than fight against the market. I had to listen to the market and go with the flow. And then that's how I was able to use, uh, you know, the feedback of the markets to work for me instead of against it, instead of fight it. And now currently at Raises.com, the way that we do it, yeah, simply put, um, we iterate and adjust every piece. We, we, we show the company how to iterate and adjust every piece of information that is distributed through compliant channels for the for the company's investor market. And it's iterated and message changes every couple of outreaches because pitch decks, all of this, the financials, they're iterative documents. Um, and so the way that one member is using this is <clears throat> after going to the market and seeing you know, why, wh what really was the feedback? You know, we had to then get our chartered financial analysts to conduct more analyses of the project to make sure that the project still fulfilled all those expectations. And so when you look at all these things, if you, if you work on something and you're banging your head against the wall and you can't find investors, no matter what you do, um, you know, generally, you know, you may not be listening to the feedback. If I didn't listen to the feedback in terms of who I should approach when it came to firms that are registered or when it came to, you know, the types of people to reach out to, then really you're not going to, you're not going to change. And if we did build a system that didn't adapt to live market feedback, instead it was just based on our hypothesis and our processes, then it will have no connection to reality. So in short, you have to do all three. Number one, you know, you, you have to have, you know, a good input into a system. And this input is based on a hypothesis that you think will, you th of something that you think will happen uh, based on all the necessary information that you have. Number two, you have to have great processes. So you have to execute and you have to commit and do the work. And number three, you have to listen to the feedback that comes out of that outputs and feedback uh, or sorry, that those processes. And the, the main goal, too, is really don't design or don't attach your identity to any single one of these things. Uh, because either you'll be too strategic or too long-term, whether you're raising capital, you listen to feedback or anything, and understand that this is something that top military people use. It's called the OODA loop, uh, orient, observe, um, decide, uh, and 
uh, adapts. I believe that's what it means. And you listen to Ray Dalio, who talks about you know the the, the curve. You see the curve on all of his on all of his literature, talking about how um, pain plus reflection equals progress. Basically, any iterative loop, even agile, when it comes to the software world, involves this. If you ever see an, if you ever do anything in any environments, uh, you always have to observe the inputs. You have to do the processes. You have to listen to the outputs and adapt to the feedback in any system that you do. And the better you do this, the better you can evolve and adapt and win. Especially in this video, in the case of people who are wanting to raise 10 million plus. And so with this, I thank you for watching this video. And if you would like to see how we actually apply some of these principles, uh, yeah, head to raises.com um, so you can learn more about exactly, uh, you know, how different people approach the capital raising process. And so with this, thank you for watching this video. Go out and execute.